What's up, you guys? I'm B. Simone. And I'm Megan Ashley. And welcome to the Know For Sure podcast, where we talk about healing, growing, evolving, and having the tough conversations. Yes, and we also talk about relationships, not just romantic relationships, but platonic relationships. Like the relationship I have with my best friend, Megan Ashley, of 20 years. 20 years, baby. Yes, baby. Do you know for sure? I think I know for sure, but what I do know for sure is after this episode, you're going to know something for sure. Go ahead. We ready. Yeah. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this platform <laughs> podcast and the people on it, the people producing it. And we just ask that you be glorified most yes. out of this outcome. Uh, just please uh, allow your spirit to be present. Please. Yes. Allow us to touch and reach people and allow them to grow a closer relationship with you from <laughs> our conversation today. In your name we pray. Amen. It. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Jesus. Yeah. touch and <laughs> Please. <laughs> <laughs> Playing with me? What we gotta. We do not have time. Like, we got a spiritual warfare quick. Quick, <laughs> quick, 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 quick. Uh, today no, was like one of them heavy days. Like I woke up and it was just like, why is it heavy? Like, oh, really? Yeah. And I just, I, but I know, how to, I know how to fight it though. Yeah. I know the code. That's I know why. that's right. What's so, the code? <laughs> the word. Okay. First and foremost, go dive into the word. Okay. Then um, obedience. So whatever God puts your heart to do. So he upstairs in my office, he was like, before you start, go. Ask them to pray. Yeah. So I'll just be obedient to that mm-hmm. whisper. Mm-hmm. Um, glory. Yeah. Make sure that we praise him, right? Mm-hmm. When we lift him up, that's how we get that energy mm-hmm. come down. Um, I know that's right. Then just our, our our faith and fasting and then our covenant keeping and our communication, our prayer. Yeah. yeah. And our so like whenever, I, so any of those things always could pick us up. Like yeah. tithing will pick you up, right? Yeah. Sowing a seed to pick you up. Yeah, you know, yeah, to yeah. Whatever you told you yeah. to do, like that small thing, like yeah. pick up that trash right there. Yeah. I'll do it. Yeah. She says that all the do, time. I'll do it. Yeah. So just that level of obedience yeah. uh, to me opens me back up. And now God and I are back on the frequency that we need. And I know all that's distractions right. is just distractions. Yeah. 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 That was a good intro, y'all. Y'all see, we got a guess. What'd you say? I was saying that's going to come. Oh, period. Them heavy days, they're, they're just. You wake up like, what is it now? And last night was I good. was happy when I felt <laughs> right. dozed off. What was in my mind when I was resting? <laughs> Lifey, life. When I dozed off, I was it giggles. For, it, it for sure is what is it now? I was like, well, why? I'm waking up like. <laughs> That's why I try to get my first 20 minutes. To, <laughs> get off me. <laughs> that first 20 minutes of my day, I try to get to the father. Like I know. Immediately. I know. Before to check the Instagram, before the text. I know. I've been backsliding the... a little bit on that, but I'm back on it. But sometimes yeah. it's like before your feet even when touch the floor. When you open your eyes. It's like when you. you open your eyes. Before I even like mm-hmm. start moving mm-hmm. around mm-hmm. to get mm-hmm. up off mm-hmm. the bed, I literally got to check my like a vibe check. Like where your heart at? <laughs> what am I feeling? What? It, yep. Yeah. Like right. where you at? Yep. Before I, because what happens is you throw your feet off the side of the bed and you just it's go. You just you. go. And you just go without... Taking Making inventory, your body come into submission with what you want spirit. to happen. Like, yeah, right. my spirit is in control today. Yeah, it's like you got to take a yeah. It's just yeah. Your spirit. Like we're like check yourself before you even get out of the bed. I'm not even talking about you out in the shot. I'm talking mm-hmm. about before as soon as your eyes open. Mm-hmm. Ask yourself, where am I? Mm-hmm. Where's my heart? Where's my yeah. spirit? What am I feeling? Yeah. I knew right. mine was off immediately. Holy Spirit, be with me today. Right. I invite you into my day. Like you have. Before you do anything, anything. else, yeah. anything, and not, that doesn't mean some stuff might not come during the day, mm-hmm. but at least you're prepared and yeah. to get through that mentally day. prepared, yeah, spiritually prepared. Jacking you yeah, up. yeah, just being, you know, waking up, being reckless, just going. Have you ever had like the best praise and worship? 
And then soon as you interact with another human, like, you're like <laughs> or like you're like, this is gonna be a great day. I am peace. Who sent me? What? I literally hopped on the elevator, like. Okay, like, excuse me. <laughs> like, Ooh, it's wait. like, what, <laughs> what happened in the 30 seconds I left my. That would be funny if you did a skit like that and, like, every time you had to go back to your corner. <laughs> every, every time. And you like, God, God. Right back, back to the corner. You're like, this is going to be a great day, peaceful day. As soon as I got on the elevator, I was like, well, you're rude. You it's know like, what it is? That's sure. fine. They, Maybe they, you were supposed to be the blessing for them. For sure. They need some what you got. For yeah. sure. That's it. That's what you it. Got yeah. 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 That. Yeah. So that's how yeah. I look at it. I look at it like, all right, like, I see what's going on with you. 100%. Yeah. I'm going to love you a little deeper. I'm going to love yeah. you a little deeper. And yeah. sometimes you got to like laugh. Like, because like you, we're not fighting yeah. against flesh and blood, yeah, right? Yeah, That's yeah. what scriptures say. We're fighting against principalities, right? Yeah. So we're fighting spiritual battles. Yeah. Right? So if there's something that's annoying me, right? That's <laughs> something in you is annoying your spirit. Me. I'm just gonna start laughing at it. Yeah. Like, I know what this make is. it feel bad. Yeah. yeah. And like that's why you have to go extra above yeah. and be nice to people that are like mean to you. Yeah. Not in like a manipulative, like. Not in a big for sure, passive aggressive, passive aggressive right. way, for sure. but like really like, out of love. Yeah, for like I, compassion. I feel bad. Yeah, compassion. Yeah, compassion. Like yeah. I actually feel bad for you. Yeah, like man, wow, Dang. you're really that person. You're yeah. really, like, you're really that, that's that place in life. And yeah. I literally, without being facetious, like really feel bad that yeah. you got to make other people feel bad for you to be happy. Yeah. or did you so like caught up in your pain that you're not even aware, aware. Of how that's affecting other people? You aware, yeah, the awareness. Care. That you're rude. Yeah. <laughs> or that you're like rushing onto the mm-hmm. elevator as mm-hmm. I'm trying to get mm-hmm. off the elevator. Like, what? <laughs> almost fell. <laughs> Bucko? <laughs> God. Oh, folks, Lord. Hurry to hell. Well, you, know, you know what I learned Rush too? Wait. I learned My too goodness. a lot of times we judge people when Be they bad. like, when they rush or they bump us or something like that. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. But we make up stories sometimes. We tell, we say mm-hmm. somebody's rude because they, they rushed us or they mm-hmm, mm-hmm, rushed past mm-hmm. us or cut us off in the mm-hmm. car. But we don't know what's going on with them right then. Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. we don't know they've got news about their child, mm-hmm, something happened to their child, mm-hmm, something happened mm-hmm. to a loved one or a grandparent. Mm-hmm. So you're like, man, why you bump me and rush me? But they just lost their mind. That's where the grace yep. comes in. Yeah. 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 Right? So we make yeah. up stories and yeah. call somebody rude. They're just in a daze right, right now. Right, right, right. Yeah. So I try to never ever like paint a picture of somebody based off that quick interaction and perception. Right, right, right. Sometimes, like, we've had emergencies where we rushing in out of the hospital, mm-hmm. we cutting people off and all mm-hmm. that, but it's like, you don't know. My child's you in the back. Right. You're like, you're like, why do you, yeah. you speed it no. for? Right. Like, I really got the speed right yeah. now. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's why there's nothing wrong with asking. Yeah. Like, how's your day going? Yeah. How are you doing today? And then that's when the- it breaks over. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you asked. <laughs> What did he say after that? Uh, <laughs> um, I've always loved you. He goes, I love you. I love you. That's that when if somebody say what's wrong and you are on the brink, you like Not, what? Not your ass. Literally, do you don't need touch a hug? me? Because if I hug I'm you, I'm not gonna let go. Falling you, <laughs> catch me. Or if you say like, if somebody's like, you're, sh- are you sure? Ooh, we. Am I sure? You know I'm not sure. <laughs> you know I'm you not sure. You know. You see my eyes, I'm not sure. You see my eyes are glassy. They're like, right, you know I'm not doing well. Don't give them too much. Oh, you can cut the live. Bye, y'all, y'all talk to them. <laughs> but about yeah, LA. If you guys don't know, we have a guest, a very <laughs> special guest. Mr. J. Morrison. Morrison he, is in Mr. the J. building, y'all. And what's crazy is he's 
the husband of our really good friend. And yeah. we still call him Mr. J. Mr. J. Every time I say it, he's like laughs. Ernest like, I'm like, like he's Mr. J. Mr. J. It's why. a respectful name. I don't think we could just say Jay. No. Hey, Jay. I'm honored to be Mr. Jay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't just be like, what's gives, up, Jay? Your brother. He gives Mr. Jay Mr. Vibes. Jay. Jesus. I know it's a nap. Is anyone experiencing fruit flies all in their house? Everywhere. No. Really? Yeah, literally. What is it because Carla, of? Are you getting fruit flies? Do you have fruit flies everywhere? They're everywhere. What is it They're because? attacking the refrigerator. Like, my wife makes some concoction and try to capture them. Yeah. Like, uh, the really? Apple cider vinegar and dish soap yeah. is supposed to crack. Is it, it all something in the house. environment or something? I don't know if it's just the season. The season, yeah. It's called Georgia. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. But we are here at the beautiful Legacy Center. Yes. This is y'all's this building. Is y'all's building. This is amazing. Tell them about where we are. Yeah. Yeah, this is the Legacy Center. Mm-hmm. Um, seven minutes from the world's busiest airport. Come on. I call it a culturally dipped class <laughs> A events venue and media production space. We offer 30,000 square feet of venue space yeah. for corporate events, private events, birthday parties, retreats, yeah. all that in. Our po- it's our Oprah Winfrey podcast studio. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. so cool. Thank you guys they for have that. one, two, three, four podcast areas Thanks. in yeah. here set up. So we did another one, yeah. um, another setup earlier, but we love it. Yeah. yeah. Psych wall, 16 offices, 2.6 acres, community garden. Come on. All that. All Y'all that. got food <laughs> in the garden? Yeah. Ooh, I'm about to go pick yeah, some. Yeah, we had watermelon. Some watermelon yep, like a while ago. Green tomatoes. They carrot, got watermelon. Collards. He just had watermelon for the first time this year. Listen, I was anti. What? I was what? anti the melon. Watermelon? Because I tried it when I was little and I didn't like didn't it. Didn't like it. So just for the rest of my life, I just. So you weren't anti. You just didn't like it. I just didn't like it. Yeah. That's yeah. like when stuff happened when you literally like, I don't eat eggs. You yeah. had an egg since you was two. <laughs> for sure. You threw for up sure. once. And for <laughs> sure. <laughs> you had friend. a bad egg. You had a bad egg. You Y'all's eat eggs. friend, Mrs. Ernestine Morrison, made me try it again at. 42. But now you love it. Yeah. I love it. I bought you two like yesterday. You like watermelon juice? No. Uh, no, see, you'll no. love it. Watermelon juice is, it's oh my God. So and it's really good. good for you. I like the actual so melon good. texture. Oh, because it's, it's like, like... It's like the meat of fruit. It's like, <laughs> it's like steak for fruit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I love watermelon. I love melons. I love all juice. fruit. What fruit don't you... You know what fruit I don't like? It's so stupid, but the it's beautiful, so I eat it because it's pretty. The, the white one... Fruit? Yeah. They're nasty. Tastes like nothing. Yeah. That and the papaya. Um, papaya. Papaya always tastes spoiled to me. Yeah, it has a little spoiled it, taste. It has a spoiled right. taste to it. What's the other dragon fruit and? Um, I don't like dragon fruit or papaya. What's the red one? That's the dragon fruit. What's the yellow one? Is it like just yellow dragon fruit? Pomegranate. No, not a pom. Pomegranate. I actually like pomegranate. I love. She said pomegranate. She got it in hand. What's one fruit that I don't like? Uh, I don't like cantaloupe. I love a cantaloupe See, now. I, like I used to not like it, but mm-hmm. my sister got me and on honeydew? it. And honeydew? The green? Sure. Oh my God. I call it green cantaloupe. It's so good. It's good for <laughs> gut digestion, too. Mm. I need to get on that. I eat I don't like, though. Just for the... You like just for the nutrients. Yeah. Really? Like, right. Yeah. Well, you did your first sermon recently. I did. Let's Two. talk about that. Right? Well, Bible study. When was a Bible study? Well, yeah. yeah. It was kind of preachy, though, but it was yeah. a Bible study. He was kind of preachy. <laughs> but then... Yeah, uh, then you were... In yeah. North Carolina, right? Yeah, pastor invited me to actually, he's like, hey, I want you to come to a financial workshop on Monday for my for my church. I'm like, all right, great. And he's like, you know, I want you to come Sunday too. I'm like, cool. Okay. So I'm thinking he wants me like in the audience on Sunday yeah. so he can point me out. Like, okay, Jay Morris is going to be doing yeah. a financial workshop. You guys come. He's like, no, I want you to preach. So tell us a little bit about our, your history, what you do, financial literacy, coming from the prison system, like your past and all that, and how you got to being on a stage preaching. Because you're not 
technically a pastor. I'm not a pastor. You get or what I'm saying? Preacher. Or a preacher. Uh, a preacher. Yeah. 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 Or a reverend or whatever, you know, bishop. a bishop, yeah. <laughs> a deacon, <laughs> <laughs> a prophet. <laughs> Factors delicious, ready to eat meals make eating better every day easy. Wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. You'll have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie smart, vegan and veggie, and more. There's even more to enjoy with over 55 nutrition pack add-ons to help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and have a feel-good week of meals ready to go. Fuel up fast with Factor's restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. Snacks, smoothies, and more. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Sign up and save. We've done all the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved and nutritious and delicious. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, upscale options done easily. Flexible for your schedule. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing 6 to 18 meals a week. Plus, you can pause and reschedule your deliveries anytime. No prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are 100% ready to eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Head to factormeals.com slash totality50 and use code totality50 and get 50% off. That's code totality50 at factormeals.com slash totality50 to get 50% off. All right, guys, back to the show. All right, guys, before we continue on with this episode, just a quick announcement. Black representation in media is super important to our community as it promotes diversity, challenges stereotypes, and allows for more authentic storytelling. It helps foster a sense of belonging and can positively impact societal perceptions and breaking down biases. Tabitha Brown, Ava DuVernay, Viola Davis, Issa Rae, all have made significant contributions to film, television, and media paving the way for more diversity and inclusion. The next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of black stories and black truths. I recently listened to an episode titled The Civil Rights Generation. The show gives a deeper look into the stories beyond the history book providing first-hand accounts of what happened from the people who actually lived it. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now, they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center Black voices. It's NPR's Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices that are varied, nuanced, and Black. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. All right, guys, back to the show. <laughs> so you're, how did you get 
before we uh, talk about how you got on that stage preaching, tell yeah. you know the viewers a little Which bit about is your past. Which awkward for me because I always wanted to like not be the preacher, mm. right? Like I feel like when I was seventeen, I was the youth ministry president, mm -hmm. and my whole church thought I would be a preacher because mm. I was very well spoken and. Sunday school on Mondays, mm -hmm. Bible study on Wednesdays, mm -hmm. choir on Thursdays, was mm -hmm. an usher. My grandma was superintendent of Sunday school, I know that's, right? You was an usher? Yeah. Two seats. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I grew up in the church, but, um, you know, I grew up in poverty and uh, got introduced to the streets when I was 15 years old. Okay. And I dropped out of high school at 16 mm -hmm. and was a full-time drug dealer at that time. And so- you um, Did you ever graduate or get your D uh, Yeah, I went, I went back to an alternative program, to a wow. Votech, and I did get uh, okay. my actual diploma Good from a uh, TOPS okay. program. Mm -hmm. Yeah, nice. I graduated. I'm glad you did. I I'm did. Like, me Why too. would you ask that? <laughs> <laughs> it's like it was like I know. I never no, did. I never. <laughs> I never went back. I never, Thanks, we, yeah. Thank you, Lord. So, but so you went back. yeah. So, having like uh, I remember even in my freshman year, I saw somebody be valedictorian of our high school. And I told my friends, you know, from my kind of apartment complex, I'm like, I want to do that one day. And it was like, why you want to do that corny stuff? Mm. And so it's always looked down upon mm -hmm. to kind of be a speaker. The community that you were in. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then especially as I started like selling dope and like in the streets, it was like, uh, and I had church hurt because my mom was going through a lot of abuse in her home, but the church was telling her she couldn't get divorced. Lord. And, you know, she was Lord. going through like real hardcore stuff. emotional yeah. abuse, physical abuse, like, yeah. like the, the stuff. And I grew up under that. And so I loved God, but then I just couldn't understand how God would let my mom go through what she mm -hmm. went through in the church treated mm -hmm. how they treated it. So when I got more independent, um, I had a drug trafficking ring at 17 years old from New York to Jersey to Baltimore to Nebraska. And oh, I ended up getting locked up in that same drug trafficking ring when I was wild. 18. Yeah, I was facing three years of life in prison at 18 years old for a quarter kilo of coke and a loaded handgun in New York. Lord. And so I committed to the streets at that time. So like the good boy, the better spirit, the higher vibration me, like the, the like, like I've had clear it was visions there. from God. It was there. You just ignored like, it. I, I pictured it. I already knew. Like, I already knew in my heart of hearts I was supposed to be where I was supposed mm -hmm. to be. Like, were you working towards that or were you ignoring it? No, it was just a vision I got when I was young. I always had a vision of me preaching. You saw it, but yeah, but you but didn't. To you, my peers and to hip hop culture and yeah. to the street culture is like, you can't and then my church shirt is like, yo, I'm never going to be that. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. And then as you grow up, it's like, oh, the preacher's the guy that like gets the offerings and buys the jets and the planes mm -hmm. and like, you know, like all the stuff that we've stigmatized around the church, mm -hmm. you even get more anti, like, yo, I definitely want to be that guy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And yeah. so as I, um, you know, went through 10 years in the streets and uh, I got introduced to real estate while I was on parole, when I was 22 years old. I was in an intense supervision program and I literally decided because parole was like a, a six o'clock curfew, random breathalyzer test so you couldn't drink, random drug test. Mm. It was like, uh, I had to keep a journal and a budget. And I had this robocop named Jim Paul who was like, the parole officer of all parole officers, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? And so I hated parole so much during our Saturday men's group. I told our, uh, our mentor, he's 37 years old. His name is Antoine, Pastor Antoine Thomas in Plainfield, New Jersey. I was like, look at y'all. I'm about to go back to prison. So I'm going to finish my time in jail. And I'm going to come home on no parole. That was my plan at 22. Mm -hmm. Like, yo, I'm not with this. So how long were you in jail? Two and a half years total. Wow. I did okay. a year in upstate New York. I came home for like a year and a half. Went right back to the streets. You did Rikers, didn't you? Yeah. What? Rikers Island, C-74, my three upper. My goodness. Yeah. You are a thug. <laughs> nah, I'm a You four. gangster. <laughs> you are delivered. And God covered me the whole time. Rikers? Oh, that, my that God. Good yeah. for you for making there. it through that. Yeah, I grew up there. Like, what man, was, was your mindset, uh, mindset already shifted when you were in that position or it shifted later? 
Like when you were going through all that, you knew this is temporary. I'm making bad decisions. I'm trying to be better. Or you were really like nah, in that life. I'm trying to get more money. Oh, I'm wow. Like, where okay. Connects at. Okay. So like, okay. Like jail was just criminal school. Okay. Like I just know how to sell drugs better. It's like wow. I, met, I met New Connects. I met White Boy Eddie from Staten Island. He's like, yo, here's my Connect Boogie of Town. Da, 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 da. Wow. Like, I remember actually in my dorm in upstate New York, there's <clears throat> this big white dude named White, dude, white, white Boy Eddie. Now, mind, this guy's from the Bronx, Brooklyn, Syracuse, upstate New York. We're talking about God bodies, Muslims, Latin mm. kings, all that. But a white boy ran the dorm in New wow. York. White Boy Eddie from Staten Island. And like, ain't nobody, he controlled the TV, the phones, like, wow. but he loved me. He just liked me. So, um, one day he's on his locker writing that's down a favor. Bunch, favor. That's that favor. <laughs> no, I, all my prison time, no one ever took nothing from me. Wow. In all the jails I've been in, I've been in medium B security prisons. I had a double wow. lifer as an inmate, all that. No one ever took nothing from me. I always have phone time. I always had commissary and I never got in a fight. Wow. In all my jail time and never got punked. It's verified. Like God just favored me. Like oh, I, I seen God get their face cut, buck fifties from their mouth to the ear, stabbed in a morning child line, all that. And I stayed active, but I just I wasn't big or none of that. Mm-hmm, I just mm-hmm. was favored. Man. So one day White Boy Eddie's writing on his locker all these names. I'm like, what you doing? He's like, I'm writing down all the fiends in my town. When I come home, I'm gonna go see everybody and give them a sample. Oh my goodness. So, he, so I'm like, all right, I'm gonna do that too. So I started writing down every customer I knew in my town that got high. And so when I came home, I went and got a half gram from his connect, a half gram of uh, Coke for everybody. And I went and seen all the customers in my town to give everybody a sample of my new product and say, here's my phone number, call me. This is like my first month home from prison. And I took over my town. Wow. So you weren't worried about going back into the system or going back into prison? I didn't have to get caught again. Wow. I never thought. So that was the goal, not to get caught. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, I literally, at, at, in high school, while still going to church at that time, but my mom made us. But in high school, I was making three to five thousand a week. Wow. Yeah, I had a blue face Samaritan Rolex in high school. Like my principal was like, oh, what's that on your wrist? Like, so I was like, so and I had mind you, I come from poverty, poverty. Like I'm talking about mm-hmm. free lunch in schools, goodwill close mm-hmm. for Christmas, welfare, mm-hmm. paper food stamps, section eight, like the mm-hmm. whole every every government program, we was on it. Mm-hmm. And so, mind you, I go from that at 16 and then dropping out and like living on the streets, mm-hmm. going from house to house on the couch. To at 17, I got like $30,000 stashed in my, yeah. in my a safe that I made in the carpentry class. Mm-hmm. I made a wood safe in my carpentry class and stuffed it up mm-hmm. with cash. Mm-hmm. And so I felt invincible at 17. Like, yo, mm-hmm. look, I'm really meant for this. I remember being in our math class, like calculating how much per week it would take me, how many weeks it would take me to be a millionaire. Right. So I was really, in my young, immature mind, like, you were ready I was going to be successful. I seen the vision be successful as a drug dealer. Mm-hmm. And I had committed to that. And so... um, yeah, so fast forward, when I, when I go through the streets in prison, I literally was just committed to like, okay, all I got to do is not do this different. And I really thought that God had me favored to sell drugs. Mm. I really felt like I couldn't be touched. Wow. Right? And so, so what was the shift when you got out of that lifestyle? Oh, uh, so I got introduced to real estate. Uh, the pastor and the, men, and, the, and the mentorship group, he was like, take this card. My wife's a processor of the mortgage company. And I want you to try mortgages out. I'm like, I don't know what mortgages is. What's that? He like, Yo, just put some, put some slacks on and the button up. And just go. They'll teach you. Mm-hmm. And I went into the office. They hired me on a commission basis. Put my little Sunday khakis on, my little mm-hmm. button up. And um, my grandma let me re- re- uh, refinance her house. Mm-hmm. And I made $3,000 in mm-hmm. like 30 days. And then my aunt let me refinance her house. And I made like $2,600. Um, and so I was like, yo. Okay. Like six bands. Like just pushing papers. Like right. this is kind of easy. So that planted a seed with me. I did that for the course of the parole program. I did graduate the parole program. Mm-hmm. Went to a little ceremony and all that. And then went right back to the streets. Wow. And then um, 
I, four years later, I got I got money, uh, and then I I had a close call. Uh, a female transporter of ours was going from from Jersey to Maryland with seven hundred grams of coke and five pounds of weed, and the cops pulled her over Jesus. and they locked her up. Jesus. And My goodness, I'm a three time. She didn't tell. She didn't tell. Oh God. Yeah. Because I couldn't have, have been. <laughs> I said she didn't tell. She was crying. She was screaming. How Get much me time did she have to do? All that. No, we we bailed her out. Okay. After that weekend, I got the same lawyer I had on my case in Maryland, Harold Glazer, and the cops, they knew somebody was from Jersey was coming down to meet my my guy, my guy, uh, I ain't going to say his name, but you know him, <laughs> <laughs> my guy in Maryland. So she, they knew someone was coming down, but they didn't have a description of the car or the person. So when they see my guy go like wave, like follow me, and she started following him, the cops just hopped out oh, and gosh. locked her up, but they never had a warrant for the car or the person. They didn't oh, know wow. who the, the person was. Mm. So my lawyer pulled a motion of illegal search and seizure oh, that's good. Okay. because they illegally searched her vehicle. We got everything thrown out. Wow. But you so just lost all the stuff. I lost yeah, all, the, lost all the work, all the money. Yeah. And then I was like, yo, this right here ain't working it's out. Too much. My coke ain't working out. So I stopped selling coke and I started selling dope, heroin in North New Jersey. God. And then, uh, then one day. I'm like, so when did you <laughs> give your life to Christ? <laughs> So, <laughs> He's like, so the coke didn't work, so I started selling crack heroin rocks that I made in my grandmother's basement. <laughs> committed, like bumping my head. See, committed. If, young man, if y'all are that committed to something illegal, you can be just as committed Ooh, to something That's what legal. Happened. I was <laughs> on the corner, so I started selling heroin that came with the needles. <laughs> like what? I was like, cocaine bundle deal, out bundle God. deal. It was a bundle deal. <laughs> I got tried new drug. That's not funny, but I thought you was gonna say something else. Oh, so no, God. one day I'm on the corner in Newark, and the guy I was partnering with was like one of the generals for the Sex Money Murder Bloods, and I'm like in Gangland, Newark, on the South Side, and I'm up six in the morning. We selling heroin, and I'm like, I had a vision. I asked like, where you gonna be when you're thirty? I was approaching twenty five years old. I only could picture myself dead or in jail. Like I pictured like the green bars, the chip paint, and the tan suit. Wow. I pictured myself with my head bleeding on a curb. Ooh. Right. Like I could vividly picture it. Mm. So I'm like, nah, 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 I got this, I got this. I try to picture it again. It was the same picture. And so that day I was like, yo, if you're a drug dealer, you only can sell drugs. Like if you're a true hustler, you can sell anything. Mm. Yeah. And so I challenged myself. I was like, yo, Jay, if you're really the man, like you should be able to get into real estate and put all this energy of 24 hour shifts and Giving out samples and yep. all what you learn in the streets. Into that. Try that at least for a year. Just try nice. it one time. And so that day, I still had uh, two ounces left and product and all that. I gave it away to my partner. I broke my trap phone. I literally cold turkey, just quit the game one day. I was just wow. like, yo, I'm done. I called the mortgage company, re got my license, went and got my first property. Then I got three in my first year. Got my real estate license when I saw the commissions. The realtor made my property. So I became a loan officer, a realtor, and I was a landlord. And then I got six properties my second year mm. and made my, my first million my third year in real estate. My wow. So that fast. That fast. All right, guys, before we continue on with this episode, you know what we've all heard before? You know, try it for free for 30 days. And after the free trial is over, it slips your mind. You don't cancel. Then months go by and you're unwillingly paying for a subscription you've only used once or twice. Don't feel it's just you. It turns out that the average person has about 12 subscriptions that they are paying close to $200. So if you have no idea how much you're spending every month, you need Rocket Money. It's simple to use. Just find the subscriptions you don't want and press cancel. That's it. 
Rocket Money cancels it for you, y'all. You don't have to get on the phone and play phone tag with customer service reps who are going to try to talk you into staying when you really just want to go. You just want to say no. Well, Rocket Money does the work for you. Oh my gosh. You don't have to go back and forth with emails either. They've had over 3 million people use Rocket Money, y'all. It saves the average person up to $720 a year. Now, Rocket Money, formerly known as Truebill, it's a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, y'all. It monitors your spending and it helps you lower your bills all in one place. What's not to love about Rocket Money, duh? You guys, check it out now and see if it can help clear up your subscription services, lower your bills and monthly payments. Stop throwing away your money. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses today by going to rocketmoney.com slash KFS. That's rocketmoney.com slash KFS. All right, guys, back to the show. Just, just for, I was about to give up nine months in. I made no money. I made twenty five hundred in nine months. You were like, oh no. So I was calling around like, what's prices? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, what's going on? And then that month, I closed seven mortgage deals and made thirteen thousand. Wow. And then the next month, I made thirty three thousand. And then four months later, I caught a foreclosure, made ninety three thousand. And then I was like, yo, I had one hundred twelve thousand in my. I remember my bank account, one hundred twelve thousand in Commerce Bank. And mm. I was like, yo, I got, I got hundred racks legally. Yeah, like, they can't even do nothing with it. Yeah, I was. Tweaking, I was tripping. Yeah. I'm never looking back. Like, yeah, yo, this yeah. is it for me. And so that's when, um, and so that at that time, I started going back to church. I was telling my testimonies, like it's like youth churches and all that. And I was like really giving the glory to God for my come up. And then as I started making more money, more money, more money, I started getting more arrogant. Mm. It was more me and less of God. Mm. Like it was so much so that wow, wow, wow. Yeah, I, I really forgot about God in the process. Like mm. that, He brought me through all of that. And um, I was just on that ego stroke that, yeah. that, that you know, yeah. blowing money fast, like, balling. Yeah. I'm the man. Like, I was legally. Like, legally. That was a thing. Th- I'm like, yo, I, yo, no, I was a man in the street. Like, I bought yeah. a, a Navigator cash a lot at 19 years old. Like, yeah. I was him, him. Yeah. So it's like now, oh, I took a hold of the industry. Yeah. Yeah. Legally. Legally, yeah. I'm managing yeah. two mortgage companies. I'm making between 70000 and 130000 uh, This before Instagram, all that. Yeah. It's 2005, it's 2009, like yeah. 2010. Like, I'm making like 100000 Hundred thirty thousand a month of, of of mortgages and real estate, and I, quote unquote, I did this. Mm-hmm. Look what I did, mm-hmm. and so then it was like, it's me. That's mm-hmm. who is. It was a lot of puffery, and then um, so I just I just forgot about God, and I, I literally to the point I remember like two embarrassing stories is like, I remember uh, like telling a girl like I'm God, like Ooh. you know what I'm saying, like 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 that bold, like Jesus, so mm-hmm. much so mm-hmm. that my like, <laughs> that, that my middle daughter London. I thought she was going to be a boy and her mom, when she was pregnant, I'm like, my son, we're going to call him Jesus because he's got a son. Like, that's how arrogant and how, like, out there I was. My like, really, goodness. I was, uh, yeah. And God humbled me. By 30, I lost everything I had. Car repo, living in foreclosure. I was a broke, a broke and broken man crying on my knees inside of bed, like, wow. just depressed, Back beating myself up. Like, mm-hmm. and it ran me closer to him. Like, I had nowhere else to go. I literally lost everything. Uh, my, my ego was shot. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it was all drinks on me. Mr. Chow's on me. Mm-hmm. Like, it was all that. And then I couldn't. I had a, a dollar sweet tea and dollar apple pie was my treat. Mm-hmm. Like, literally no car. Then I bought like a $2,500 Dodge Intrepid 2003 cough seats off the off a car auction lot. Like, that was my car. And I was grinding back up. And then one day, um, I got got my real estate license again. Like, I lost, you know, I let my license go. And I was just trying to figure out life. I was a party promoter. I was mm. like, uh, 
doing like he's like at this point i'll do it i'll do it i can hustle anything i know that's right right i'm trying anything but back to the streets yeah the market had crashed in real estate and it kind of broke my heart because i thought that real estate was like my savior yeah 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 the father year was this yeah this is like 2000 2010 after the market crash like oh eight oh nine i was about to say i still had money and everything but i was living the same lifestyle and the money wasn't coming as the same. So I was spending way more than, than you were what making. What I was making, yeah. but I was yeah. so I was so arrogant and egotistical. I, I just thought that. that like yeah. the money was, I don't know, was just I don't know where I thought it was coming from because it wasn't coming in. Mm-hmm. But I thought I could still spend it the same and still, you know, mm-hmm. maintain. I just really spent myself into oblivion for real mm-hmm. until it got too late. Like, um, but the humility in it, it drove me back uh into church again. And then I was um I got my real estate license again. I was like trying different companies and then I Googled richest town in New Jersey and Alpine, New Jersey came up. And so I started taking uh, tours of real estate offices at Alpine. Alpine actually was the richest zip code in all of America. Mm. And so I'm taking wow. tours up there. Yeah, it's the richest town in all of America. And so I'm taking tours up there and I ran into this lady, Mary, at Sotheby's International Realty. I never heard of Sotheby's. I couldn't even pronounce the name. Mm-hmm. Like, what's this sign with the T? It's S-O-T-H-E-B-Y. How you know? Mm-hmm. So I walk in, I tell her the same story, my whole testimony. And she's like, wow, I love it. She's like, we want to hire you. Mm. I thought it was a felon, a crack dealer, everything. You know, like, like, I haven't like, told her about the heroin. heroin. <laughs> right. I told her about the heroin. <laughs> so She's they hired me as the first black man hired by a prominent property of Southern National Wow, wow, wow. In Burke County, New Jersey. Wow. And um, at that same time, NBC had picked me up as a celebrity realtor in NBC's open house NYC. So I was showing like uh, high-end houses in New Jersey, Bergen County, and New York on mm. TV. And so like I started getting like a national presence. And then Today Show called me and was like, hey, um, we uh, saw you on NBC Open House. Can you do live TV? I'm like, yeah, sure. The lion. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, not lion, but like, I've never done this before, right, but right, I can do right, it. Right, yeah, can, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, um, yeah. so my heart beating all fast. I'm about to go on stage. It's like Today Show, like national yeah. TV. Yeah. Sent, the, yeah. sent, the, sent the limo for me, the whole thing. People pounding on the walls outside. Yeah. And I'm like, and, and I'm like, humble because I'm like God look at you again yep like look at you again yep. like after being broke depressed busted yep. like like rese- uh, resenting you like all of that like not you know, and he just still elevated me and so I started teaching in middle schools and high schools a program called hip hop to homeowners mm-hmm. I use like DJ Little Man would come in and have dance contests and I would teach kids about financial literacy credit scores right I use audience participation credit score signs monopoly signs mm-hmm. I made this fun interactive game that like Rockaware sponsored it and some other organizations back then and um one day i was leaving church in linden new jersey and uh i was in my little dodge and god was like um i was trying to figure out my brand because sotheby's wanted me to go into this high-end luxury brand mm-hmm. but i would like leave a 56 million dollar house but then i go to, to north uh, high school in north west side of north and this kids ain't got yeah. holes, in, got yeah. holes in their sneakers knowing where you came from right yeah, yeah, yeah. so i'm like here's a kid with holes in their sneakers but here i leave and go see a 56 million dollar house I'm like, something's not right here. Mm-hmm. And I was like, really on me. Like, what can I do about the solution other than blame Jay-Z and Oprah and everybody else for not taking care of us or not doing right. for us? I was like, what can I do what for can us? You do? Yeah. And um, I was leaving church and God said, take care of my people. I'll take care of you. Mm-hmm. It was in 2012, February 2012. Mm-hmm. And um, he just gave me a vision. Uh, actually, it was a vision of Moses leading people out of Egypt. And they were like, these like, it was like black people coming out of Egypt. It was like Moses. And then he was like, um, to double down on my empowerment in the least amongst us. Mm-hmm. So I was reading the gospel at that time. And I was like, let me see Jesus for myself. Like, forget what the pastors and everybody else gives me interpretation. I want to see how Christ moves himself. Yeah, that's how it is. And so when I read the gospel for the first time and seeing the level of uh, love, compassion, empathy, patience, and all that long suffering that, that Jesus had and how he was in the streets. He was in the streets with the prostitutes. He was in the streets with the 
mm-hmm, essentially mm-hmm, the drug dealers, mm-hmm. right? With the winos, with the, the gamblers mm-hmm. and with the sinners. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, yo, I got to serve those least amongst us. And so when I was started teaching in the high schools, somebody was like, why are you going to that high school? Like, those kids are bad. It's like science high school. Those kids are already ready for this information. Mm-hmm. And I was like, like doc- well, that's where I need to go. I was like, a doctor doesn't come to heal those who are well. They come to heal those who are sick. Mm-hmm. And so I started going to the worst schools in, in the country. And then Sotheby's, and then I dropped a video on World Star Hip Hop called Wake Up. And it was like how the black community should wake up and like get our ish together. Mm-hmm. And it was like, it's about like, uh, just crossing over, like just understanding like uh, code switching. Mm-hmm. Like, you could be cool and homeboy talk with your homeboys, but like knowing you get in corporate spaces, like you could switch that yeah, up. And yeah, you could yeah, like yeah. Conquer anything. And I was just saying, for me, I'm like on NBC and at Sotheby's and these corporate rooms, but like, yo, I'm more street dude than like all y'all street dudes. Mm-hmm, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, like I so, done been there. Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah, it's yeah. like you could cross it up and switch it up. And that video did like a quarter million views the first day in like 2012. And so mm-hmm. I went viral like back then. And uh, then I went on the Breakfast cl- Breakfast Club. And uh, gave them some game on real estate, and I, I just gained like a national influence between the NBC and those platforms. Do you still have that platform with the youth? Do you still have a um, financial literacy? Yeah, like for yeah, for, like I do. So, I know yeah. you mentored young men for a while. Like, do you still do that? I still do. So, uh, one, I go into high schools currently, and I still do assemblies, keynotes, financial literacy lectures, okay. and hip hop to homeowners kind of things. Um, I currently for the last three years. I have founded a program called Big Brothers Anonymous. Okay. It's actually a duplicate of the program I was a part of at 22 years old. So cool. Mm. And they can still sign up for this. Yes. I want to say that because I think most, not most, I don't know. I'm not a black man out there in that environment, but they want somebody that has been through what they've been through. Not just somebody saying, don't do this. Don't do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Proof that, okay, he has been here. He has been in the streets, he has sold the drugs, he's had the girls, he's had the life, he's had this, and now he's here. Not just somebody saying, don't do that. Well, you don't know yeah. why I'm doing this. You right. don't know right. that I got to eat, that I'm in survival mode. You don't know, you know. Yep. So that the fact that you've been through that life and you're still sitting here today, I am just was wondering if that's something yeah. you still did. Yeah. Every first and third Saturday, right here in this building, um, every first and third Saturday in Atlanta at the Legacy Center, we host Big Brothers Anonymous. Uh, we invite what we call wise kings, those 25 years and older, to come in and mentor. So cool. And we invite the young kings, ages 12 to 24, moms, aunties, grandmas, drop them off. We feed them. We spend three hours with them from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. Wow. Uh, I've been doing it three years now consistently. I just got um, honored by the White House for, oh, wow. yeah, for, under, wow. for over 144 hours of community service. Okay. Um, yes. Mentoring our youth. Because we're partnered with the uh, My Brothers Keepers Alliance and Obama okay. Foundation of Fulton County. And so, yeah, so that, but I just duplicated that program because I saw what one seed planted did for me. All right, you guys, at this point, I know we can spot a too good to be true health hack a mile away. Do you check for the latest studies on health aging or do you read labels like it's your job? Come on, be honest. Is that you? Well, congratulations. You're a skeptic. And Ritual knows that every good skeptic deserves a multivitamin that exceeds their standards. Ritual's Essential for Women is USP verified, so you know you can trust what you're putting in your body. Only about 1% of supplement brands on the market have the USP verified mark, which shows that the product contains the ingredients actually listed on the label. I love Ritual Essentials because for women 18 and older, 
This is one of the few multivitamins that are vegan, non-GMO, project verified, gluten and major allergen free, certified bee crop and made traceable. Gentle on an empty stomach with a minty essence in every bottle that helps making taking your multivitamins enjoyable. No more shady business. Rituals Essential for Women 18 Plus is a multivitamin you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash totality. Start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash totality for 25% off. All right, back to the show. Okay, you guys, before we continue on with this episode, have you ever been on a hunt for a new doctor and you asked everyone? So I totally know what this feels like. You ask everybody who you know for a doctor that listens to you, knows what you need, makes you feel comfortable. After weeks of searching and asking everyone around town, you finally find the one. It's close to the kids' school, it's close to your house, it's amazing, it checks all the boxes. So then you call the office, you make an appointment, and they actually have an available appointment. Everything is working out just right. But then the receptionist tells you that the perfect doctor that you've been waiting for and you search all over for doesn't take your insurance. I'm telling you right now, wipe the tears, put away the ice cream, and head over to ZocDoc.com to find and book a doctor who is right for you and takes your insurance. We're talking about booking appointments with thousands of top-rated patient-reviewed doctors and specialists. You can filter specifically for ones that take your insurance, that are located near you, and treat almost every and any condition you're searching for. These doctors have verified reviews from actual real patients, not robots. The typical wait time to see a doctor booked on ZocDoc.com is between 24 and 72 hours. That's it. You can even score same-day appointments. You can find the doctor you want and book them immediately with just a few app taps. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. Go to ZocDoc.com totality and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top rated doctor today. That's ZocDoc.com totality. ZocDoc.com slash totality. All right, guys, back to the show. One pastor at 37 years old seeing something in me and saying, go to this mortgage company. Just go. Even though I didn't get out of the streets for three, four more years, mm-hmm. it that was still a seed yeah, planet. Yeah. That allowed me to be here as uh, you know, a high level real estate entrepreneur and fund manager and everything else. But it started with that seed. And so I'm like, if I could do the same thing and plant these seeds in these youth here. Who knows who's going to be yeah. the next bigger than me or yeah. whatever the case is. And so that's just a part of my heart to serve. And now you're a pastor. I'm not a pastor. No, I'm just, <laughs> I'm not a pastor yet. <laughs> Ernestine about to be a first lady. Yeah, we're all. I'm wherever God takes me, though. I know. I know. I that's, know. So when he, when he asked me to preach, I was about to play with it because usually I would act shy, bashful, or just kind of run away or yeah. try to curve yeah. any kind of calling. And um, I just grew. So like, like just the last year, I've become a man of God. Mm. Prior to that, I was a child of God. Mm. Like, I love God. I was learning. I was growing. But I wasn't spiritually mature enough or spiritually ranked enough to be able to, like, be fully submitted to obedience. 100%. Despite what peers think, what y'all mm. might say, oh, he's a real estate guy. What is he doing over there? Yeah. Like, I would get a, I would get in my head about something like that. If somebody's, like, questioning my motives or questioning what I'm doing. And now I have 
there's just no question to something that, that God calls me to do. And I've heard from him so clear in the last two years. Like I could literally verifiably show receipts that God is real in 2023. Mm. Like not just not what we believe in the Bible from 2000, 3000 yeah. years ago. Like right. I know in my life, I got receipts right now yeah. that he's spoken to me. He's, he's, his words not uh, come to him void. And he's manifested things in my life that like he literally gave me visions for. Yeah. yeah. What do you feel like the, um, cause you said you just became a man of God before you were a child of God. What was that? transition mm-hmm. and why within a year like what happened in your life within the year that you went from you know a childish relationship or a more immature relationship with God to a more mature relationship yeah I think that um reading the words so, so again when I say I hear from God is unctions is whispers is vision and so God gave me a, a whisper of January 2022 he told me to read the word every day in chronological order Starting mm-hmm. January 1st. So I started in Genesis 1-1 mm-hmm. on January 1st, 2022. And the same way I read the gospel for myself, and got to see who Christ was for myself. Like, that's why I do corner classes. Mm-hmm. I saw Jesus teach and minister in the street. Mm-hmm. So I started teaching financial literacy on inner city street corners. Mm-hmm. And I've done 66 of those in 34 cities. Mm-hmm. Right? And so it's the same thing. I started reading the word for myself through Genesis and through Exodus and Leviticus and Numbers and Deuteronomy and Joshua. And now I have this high-level comprehension. And I'm able to... To put it all together for myself outside yeah. of Sunday school interpretation, I got to see who I was and whose I was. Mm-hmm. And as I'm reading it, I'm like, oh God, like these mighty men of God I'm reading about remind me so much of me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In yep. my circumstances. Yep. And I'm getting to see who you are, who your people were. You described your people and they, they look and sound like me. Mm-hmm. And uh I think it was like losing the the shame or insecurities around what it means in our era. Mm-hmm. To be a believer, to be God fearing, mm-hmm. and to be submitted to God. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not religious. I don't consider myself a Christian, although I'm Christ like and I follow Christ. But I don't subscribe particularly to that uh, religion cadence, if you will, or any religion cadence. What I've learned is that all all religions have trying to put God in a box, in their box, in spectrum, mm-hmm. and that's arrogant of all of us to think that this Alpha and Omega, beginning and end, can even be put into one category of a box, mm-hmm. right? So I look at his word as the defining principle and that all religions have, uh, not, I can't say all, but I just feel like it's, it's all context. And so the relationship with God is what transformed me from being a child to my father, mm-hmm. to being a man, is that when I grew up in reading the word, I grew up in understanding the power of covenant keeping and tithing. Like mm-hmm. I never would tithe. I'm like, if I give 10% of my earnings, like, I don't know if that man gonna do with my money. Mm-hmm. It was about me and my money and mm-hmm. the pastor. And not but about not what about God that. told you to do. Correct. Yeah. Right. Obedience was a fundamental principle. Yeah. So it's like, okay, whatever he does with the or the pastor yeah. or the church does. nothing to do with you. That's yeah. on them with God. Yeah. I got to make sure that, that, I, that I'm in covenant. Right. And so understanding that and then understanding like um, all our pain, and our adversities and just it's really the obedience factor, I think, was the greatest thing is that I can hear from God and be very confident in just doing what he says despite how the logical mm-hmm. outcomes look in life. Mm-hmm. And what happened in the last year was um, I was leaving Big Brothers Anonymous, our mentorship program right here in that, that room right there. Mm-hmm. And I was locking up the front door and it was a big crowd outside across the street with like balloons and candles. And I was like, what's going on? I was like, all right, I'm about to go back home in Alpharetta. I lived an hour away in Alpharetta. Mm-hmm. And my spirit was like, you can't just leave and not find out what's going on across the street of a community center in the community. Mm-hmm. So I then walked across the street to find out what was going on. And that's when I found out that um, young thug's son's mother, that's when she got murdered at the bowling mm-hmm. alley at the Metro lanes. Her mom lives three houses down 
across the street. Wow. So they were gathering as a memorial for her. This is what someone told me. So my spirit, God said, keep walking. So I walked after finding out, I keep walking. He said, turn around. So I turn around and I look in our building, the black house is sitting on the top of the hill, like a beacon of hope. Mm. And he said, you can't empower my people from an hour away. Mm. So I immediately went home and told my wife, your friend, your very good friend, yeah. we got to move. Mm. And she's like, I'm not moving to the south no. side. Ain't no Whole Foods <laughs> yeah, over we there. Heard, we we, heard we know. Yeah. She and, was like, good Jesus. Yeah. And this was when God was testing me. Are you a child of God? Or are you a man of God? Mm. I know what I heard. It was clear. It's crystal. Mm. I know that's the same voice I heard. We he said, take care of my people. I take care of you. Mm. In 2012, the same voice that said, do the corner class or start this academy or do wow. this fund. Like the Tulsa Real Estate Fund, that was all launched when God told me in, in, in Baltimore in 2015 um, to use this model to build a Black Wall Street. I should be listening. And so I had all these different things. And so my wife's like going ham. But while she's going ham, I'm co- coincidentally in the word um, in uh, Song of Solomon, I believe it is, or maybe it's Samuel. But I'm in the word reading about Samson and Delilah. Mm-hmm. And it said how Delilah uh, vexed Samson's soul daily or pressed his soul daily and almost vexed him to death. Mm-hmm. So Delilah was so on Samson verbally about trying to find out his power mm-hmm. and what she wanted from him that she almost pressed his soul to death. Mm-hmm. And so as my wife is like going heavy at me about not moving from mm-hmm. this beautiful golf course community that we have in Alpharetta, but I know what God is telling me. And he told me specifically what town to move to. He told me to move to South Fulton. Mm-hmm. So as that's happening, um, I was trying to figure, I, I had to be obedient. So I'm like, listen, I know what my father told me. Mm-hmm. So I don't know where you're going. But we listen to this house, right? So how, well, oh, go, go ahead. ahead. I was to say, how has that been in your relationship with being a lot of things changing because you are now submitting to God so much more and you have a wife that has to trust you and be like, all right, I gotta, if God is telling you that I gotta, but you know, right. like that has probably been a shift in your marriage a little bit. Like yeah, a big bit. Okay. Like God yeah. is telling me this. I don't know what you want, but this is where I am and I am submitting to him and I'm being obedient. So you're going to have to get with it. Cause I'm not stopping. Yeah. You she, know, it, this is an all men, but I just say from my example, it was more than me just popping up saying, I just hear from God all of a sudden, right? Because that's not enough like evidence of who I used to be. Mm-hmm. It was the habits I changed in my life, right? Okay. That she watched. So she watched me reading the word every single day. She watched me praying for us every single night, mm-hmm. right? So she watched my my spirit. We watched me doing a Bible study every yeah, single week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she watched me get closer and closer in the word. And she still was skeptical. Yeah. And so as she was, um, as we were kind of feel our way through the whole moving situation, we did list a property. And our property got under contract. We listed it for seven hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. It went under contract for six hundred seventy thousand. And then they came back and negotiated after doing an inspection us down to six hundred forty thousand. So we're like, all right, cool, I'm out. Like mm-hmm. I know what God said, we out. Mm-hmm. And so um, there was a leak in our our kitchen overnight, and it flooded our whole kitchen and basement. And so we they mm-hmm. end up canceling canceling our listing, right? With her. So they ended up canceling our listing, right? So my wife's you know getting upset. You just get upset. I'm like, don't worry about it. Like God's got it. We cool. Mm-hmm. And so four months later. After going through insurance and all of that, um, insurance ended up cutting a check to repair the, the flood damage. And the check they cut uh, covered all the flood damage and like 80% of the inspection items we had from the prior mm. real estate inspection. So we got all that done. So I call a realtor back like, all right, time to go back on the market. Like, you know, mm-hmm. so me and her and I decided what we're going to do again. I'm like, we're going back on the market. And we're like, going back on the 700 again. He's like, no, the market went up at 750. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm like, all right. So we put the house on the market at 750. Mind you, we were, we were under contract at 640. Mm-hmm. We put it on the market at 750. The first weekend, we got eight offers. 
the highest offer was eight fifty. Oh, we cashed out for sure. So now, now she's like, okay. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. listen to my God, <laughs> right? So, That's so, good. so that was one receipt. And then as we were looking for properties, she wanted to be like in a middle class area. But I told you, God told me where to go to on the south side. And so we had a realtor looking at two different areas and it's different listings. Yeah. And we couldn't find anything that fit our closet space. Um, so we're going to build something. So we had seen like a, a five acres, uh, like lot to build something. And I never read real estate listings. Cause like, you know, I don't have to read them. I could kind of tell, you know, just mm-hmm. quick. And something told me to read this one. And so I read every word of the listing and description. And the last sentence said 27 acre farm home estate adjacent also for sale. And I was like, what's that? Mm-hmm. And I've been talking about farming since COVID happened and everything. I was like, yeah, we got to grow our own food. Have we got to be self-sustainable, yeah. our own yeah. water. And I've been preaching and teaching that. And I'm like, yo, I really want to be like closer to the land. And when you read Genesis, you'll see how God talked about seed, time, and harvest, and husbandry, and the land, and how the earth really teaches us so much principles about his ecosystem, right? Mm. And so I really want to get closer to the earth and slow down and stop being like a city boy and be more like, mm. right? And so um, we go toward this property. And as we're standing outside, um, God was like, I'm giving you this land for you and your family. That clear. And so we put a offer in above asking price, no inspection contingency, no appraisal contingency. I'm like, we get in this house. Mm-hmm. The next day before my, my money church Ooh, Monday. You were by that seller's dream. And what? No contingency. No what? contingency. What? <laughs> I love a no contingency. You feel me? Like, like, I don't even care what's wrong with it. Right, I want it. Right. I want it. Yeah. yeah. So the next day I'm going to my podcast. I get a text from a realtor. She's like, sorry, but someone else got the property. I'm like, yo, I know what God told me. I heard it. It was clear. I'm like, well, maybe he meant like 10 years from now or something. I'm like, I don't know what. I know for a fact we're getting that property. I heard how clear it was. Wow. So I went on my podcast and I was telling the story about this whole thing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? We were talking about seed sowing. I said, I know what God told me for a fact. I said, Bishop Dean, he's, he's my Bishop Dean. He's like my spiritual mentor. He was my co-host. I said, what's your cash app? What's your church cash app? He gave me a cash app. So I put a thousand dollars in cash app. I was like, yo, I'm going to show y'all, I'm gonna show y'all right now on live the power of seed sowing. I said, watch what my God do. I cash up my thousand dollars right there, put it on the screen. That week, I hit the realtor, like, yo, can they sell a contract to us? Can we get it? I'm trying mm-hmm. like back through ways to get the contract, mm-hmm. right? She's like, no, nah, they said no. I'm like, well, what if I tried another strategy? And then as I was typing it, God said, if you know, if, if I told you I got it, why are you trying so hard? Mm-hmm. I have to show you the text message right now. I text her back, like, you know what? Don't do anything else. God's got it. Mm-hmm. And I sat back for three weeks. I called back, like, are they closing? She's like, yeah, they're about to close. I hit her back. They closed yet? She's like, no, nah, they couldn't close. They, they filed an extension. I was like, put in the backup offer. She put in the backup offer. Hit her back. She's like, yo, they couldn't close. They accepted your backup backup offer. Ooh. Listen, I tied the thousand dollars in 2023. That's 2022. I tied the $1,000 to a church on a property that was under contract with somebody else that God told me was for me and my family. Wow. And we live in that property right now today. Yeah. We walked yeah. Okay. We walked that land, honey. Walked that land. So one wow. more, one more co-sign. Now I'm on the land after we buy it. I'm in the back. There's 11 acres of pasture land. I'm like, I need some goats, man. It's like too much grass to be cutting grass. I need some goats to eat this grass. And somebody was like, what you going to do with some goats? You don't know about no goats. So I go, I'm locking the property up, right? I'm locking it up. I'm driving out in a loaner car I had and I'm passing it. I seen this guy. He like stood out to me. He had like a dirty nautica shirt on. It's like an old school nautica shirt, nautica rugby. You know what I mean? He looked like a, a local local guy. I thought mm-hmm. about like maybe like a liccer store guy, you know, wine mm-hmm. t- kind of energy. Because he had like a bag in his hand and was just, you know, I know he's walking across, he's walking down the road, right? Mm-hmm. And so as I'm riding past him, my spirit said, off my ride. And on obedience, I stopped the car. I couldn't back up because there was cars behind me. So I let him catch up to me. I said, excuse me, King Peace. I said, you want to ride? He said, no, no, no. I said, my house is right down the street. I love walking. 
I said, oh, I'm new to the area. I got a little uh, farm home estate. He said, oh, cool. He said, if you ever seen any goats in the street, they're mine. I have a goat farm down the street. Mm. This is right after I just said I need some goats. Mm-hmm. Aminu, he's on my phone right now, my goat man. So he said, my goat man, not my weed man, my, my goat, goat man. man. Yeah. So Look at God. So after all this, you were asking me, how did I get to a man of God? So after God manifesting himself to me, like I'm hearing from him, and then his words not coming back void, I know what I know when I hear from him. So no one could tell me no different. I have receipts and evidence and proof, like 2023 proof yeah. of him speaking to me and manifesting yeah. things. And so from that point, it just, I grew more confidence in the world. Oh, another one, another one. That weekend while we're touring the house and he said, yeah. I'm giving this land for you and your family. Coincidentally, reading my word in chronological order, I'm in Deuteronomy 610. I will give you, land, I will give you houses you build if not. Vineyards mm. you plant if not, and wells you dig if not. Mm. Why does our property have a vineyard and have a well? The same weekend we tore yeah. the house. Yeah. Just yeah. in my chronological order yeah. reading. I didn't, I didn't go search for it or nothing. Yeah. Yeah. So when God co-signs, he confirms himself that much. And there's some people who are watching this who don't believe that, don't believe in our God. I don't argue with those people. You got your own God. Worship him mm. or her or the crystals or whatever it is you do. <laughs> not him or the crystals. No, what I'm saying is that I have a personal relationship with God. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's like getting a DNA test from your father. Like, I look like him. I sound like him. He's verified. He's mine. I know that's my father. Mm-hmm. So now, if he's your father or not, that, I don't know. That's on you. Yeah. Mm. I just know he's mine. But I know he's mine. I know he's mine. Yeah. And he showed he, he's yeah. mine. Yeah. And so that's what has evolved yeah. me to, to a man of God where it's like, I have no shame. I have no insecurity. I have no, like, social media, Instagram, or you're preaching mm-hmm. now. I don't care what, if God told me to preach on the corner, I'm preaching on the corner. Yeah. He told me to pastor, I'm pastor. He told me to yeah. shut it down, shut it down. So like, yeah, that's a man of God. Yeah. I love okay. that. So tell us about your new um game show that's coming up. We need to talk about that before oh, we go. Oh, yeah. Credit to Cashflow Live. Okay. You're so, excited about that. I know. He I wants am. us to be on it. I know. Yeah. I said, I'm going to lose. <laughs> <laughs> don't be on my team. I'm like, we're picking people from the audience. So hopefully they're <laughs> Right. Touch. Hopefully if you're in the audience, you have some knowledge. Yeah. Because, yeah. yeah. Tell us about that before we go. Okay. So yeah, it's, it's a four-week series called Credit Cashflow Live. It's right here at the Lexington Center in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And I invited you all to be our grand finale guest. We're mm-hmm. giving away an acre of land. That, so we're giving away that's a one so acre of crazy. That's like, so give it to cool. us. <laughs> Seriously. I'm like, if, if it's we, an acre of land, can we, if we <laughs> both draw, what is it? <laughs> Both a tie. tie. Yeah. We, it's, if we, we both, need the land. Yeah, we Where is this? We do. Uh, <laughs> not in us in South Fulton, though. I'm not driving down it's here. It's not. Okay, but anyway. Okay. <laughs> so here's how it works. So it's like a family feud style show with a live studio audience. So August 9th, August 16th, August 23rd, and August 30th. Anybody can participate. It's totally free. You come here at 6 p.m. Eastern. Doors open at the Legacy Center, 3015 R Martin Street. Uh, but what we do is uh, I teach a short financial literacy lesson for like 12 minutes. Give you some game on credit, on real estate, on finances, on budgeting, whatever, cash flow. Mm-hmm. We really focus on how to get passive income so we can have financial freedom. You need like residual income, mm-hmm. not just earned income. No matter mm-hmm. how rich you are, mm-hmm. your earned income will run out if you don't have passive income. Mm-hmm. Well, you got to keep working. Mm-hmm. So um, so anyway, there's those four weeks. Oh, I'm sorry. I love this. My, <laughs> I got this from the church when I, when I, when I did my... <laughs> It's my, it's my, it's my when I did my sermon. I did my sermon. He gave me. Thanks. Shout out to Pastor Mitch, Word of God Fellowship Church. So. Oh my God. Hello, handkerchief. You are a pastor. So this. <laughs> so yeah, for four weeks, guys, uh, you could attend here at the Legacy Center. We teach a lesson. And then our celebrity and influencer guests, Rod and Chi Chi, are going to do August 9th. Okay, cool. Um, you're going to come on and you're going to pick from a live studio audience, three members to your team. Okay. And those members will go head to head at the buzzer. 
to um play a pop quiz game on okay. a lesson we just taught. Mm. And so first one hit the buzzer. They're the ones that get the you know the, the question uh, opportunity. If you get the question wrong, you lose 100 points. If you get it right, you gain 100 points. Um, then we have a bonus round worth 300 points. And then a winning team, that team uh, then goes head to head against each other okay. to play a game called Name That Value, mm. where we show you like an Airbnb or a Toro car. And you got to name how much value or how much cash was that car. Okay. Get it, mm. get it in one night. Whoever gets the closest to that value without going over, that's the winner for that day. Mm. They get the cash prize of that day, which is the amount of points your team earned. And they are eligible for the August 30th grand finale one acre giveaway with you guys. Yeah. So all the people that play are. Wow. Yeah. Yes. And then when oh, you so guys. Good team. Yeah. So but then you guys come, <laughs> you both will pick one lucky person from the live studio audience to be on your teams that day on August 30th. Okay. And we'll do the same thing. They'll go head to head and whoever wins will go head to head on a name that value. And then they will get the one acre land. Wow. Uh, we're also offering any one of our students. So we have a program called 1111. Okay. It's $11.11 a month to get all my lectures ever. It's like oh, over like wow. 100 real estate lectures, credit lectures, business lectures, LLC lectures, okay. master classes. I put everything in a one bundle, credit repair blueprints. And it's for $11.11 11 a month. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I credit to cash flow dot pro. Uh, <laughs> the number two. <laughs> credit to cash flow. Dot pro. Yeah. Oh so my God. I love that. That's the new game show. Just making it fun to learn financial yeah. literacy and give us yeah. some incentive to do it. So one fan's going to walk away with a, a acre of land and wow. you guys, whichever one of you guys wins, you'll be the biggest giver. That day? I'm like, I'm about to be an audience. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Pick me. And I'm just kidding. Seriously. No, that's Is cool. Is there um, any resources that you can give our audience for financial literacy, whether they're um, for their children, yeah. for themselves, young adults, for sure, more mature for adults? Sure. What are some ways that or resources that they can kind of start? You know, getting themselves familiar with what financial literacy is. is. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So I think like you know, easy resources. I have like a thousand lectures on my YouTube, right? Mm-hmm. Like nice, free and easy. There's like all kind of lectures. Um, you can go like Jay Morrison Credit, Jay Morrison Real Estate. Um, that's one. Our 11-11 program is cool, super cool because it's only $11 a month. It's like your Netflix or Prime bill. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and it's recurring, cancel anytime. But you get access really to like my best stuff, like mm-hmm. full curriculums. Oh, full wow. credit repair blueprint, like not okay. like 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 not the leftover stuff, right? Like actually, my master class, my wealth mastery program, budget checklist, and I think as families realize that the cool part about why I love starting with credit is because like no one is in credit hell, okay. like there's no credit life sentence. You can't get booted out of the yeah. credit system. So no matter how bad you, you're, it can get better, you can get yeah. no matter where you're at, yeah, three hundred credit score, you still can be eligible to to improve. Mm-hmm. And once you start learning the credit laws, like one tip I'll give everyone. Is that um, the way you dispute things is essentially this. No creditor can verify anything they put on your credit report is 100% accurate if they don't talk to you. Mm. Right? So they have to report only 100% accurate things to your credit report. But they can't say that a repo, a bankruptcy, a student loan. They can't say anything is accurate unless you actually verify that that's mine. That's Mm. yours. And if they don't do that, they're actually in violation. Mm. And they have to pay you up to a $1,000 fine. Wow. So we show you those laws in our 11-11 program. What's that? Not- I got to get the call. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> ain't nobody called and verified nothing about me. Because I ain't answered. Okay. So that's how to actually like make me. them pay you. <laughs> They'll pay you to remove something off your credit. if you Because if you take them to court, they have to pay you a fine for putting wow. something on your credit without your permission. And something that also gave you emotional uh, duress and stress. Oh, wow. So for sure. So there's a lot of laws to it, okay. but, but that's like the most like legit way to like improve your credit. And then go to the banks and get funding. And, yeah. Okay. And use their money to go buy cash flow. That, that's our model. So. Cash flow. And cash. stop yeah. buying stuff that you can't afford. 
Braylon? Start there. <laughs> just anybody. Like, why? Like, just being somewhat mature right. in how you spend money. For sure. You know what I For mean? Sure. Like, budget. Just budget. You yeah. can't say, oh, I want, like, you know, your goal is to, if you want to buy a house or a property and your car note is more than mm-hmm, your mm-hmm, current mm-hmm. rent or, right. you know what I mean? Like, or you that, have a car note on a car that you can't afford. Go, go buy a $3,000 cash car and thug it out for a couple years. Out. And yeah, save thug and it out. Yeah. yeah. Or you got yeah. life insurance on your phone, but you got life insurance in your life. Ooh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> say, ooh. Yeah. If you I go today. I know, I told my class. Right? So it's just, being, mm-hmm. it's, just, it's just being better stewards. Yeah, yeah just being better stewards over, over what's given to you. Yeah, okay. so. I love that. Thank you for coming. Yeah, I'm like, you thank you for coming me. to your building. <laughs> <laughs> to go upstairs to your Thanks office and do more work. No, seriously. I can't wait to do that. Yeah. We'll be posting a little bit of that, yeah, like little fun. clips and stuff. Yeah. Thank you guys for agreeing to participate yeah. in the first ever financial literacy game show. That'll be, That'll be fun. Credit to Cashflow Live. I yeah. Leanne is like, who gives that away? That's a yeah. great. Who wins that? Prize. Yeah. I'm still trying to figure out how we can win it. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone can register at credit to cashflowlive.com. That's All for the game right. show. Yeah. We love you guys. This Thank is another you. episode of the Know For Sure podcast. I am B. Simone. And I'm Megan Ashley. Hang out. Yeah, she is. And I'm Mr. J. Yeah, Mr. Mr. J. J. We'll see y'all next week. See ya. <laughs> like, what do we know for sure? Yeah, let's run it back. Run it back. Run it back. <laughs> So at the end of every episode, or at least we try at the end of every episode, we often forget, but we have an amazing team here to remind yes. us that uh, we always say, what do you know for sure? And what are what you, you saying, saying no, no to, to for sure? For sure. Mm. So Mr. J, what do you What do you know for sure? What do you say no to? I know for sure that my God is real. Mm-hmm. In 2023, he's a living one, the Alpha, the Omega, the I am. Like, he lives today. today. Right now. He's yeah. real, real. Mm-hmm. I know that for sure. And what I'm saying no to for like sure. Hard non-negotiable. E, I don't play no ambiguous guys. Like, in my mentorship program, it's like something that God showed me recently. Like, we would, um, I would offer, offer to pray sometimes. And because we're like associated with like, you know, the county and political and mm-hmm. government, it's like, all right, guys, pray to whatever God you pray to and that kind of thing. And I had to tell them, like, um, I appreciate the partnership, but I can't have a partnership where we're promoting ambiguous gods. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to lead our youth and our young men to pray to like whatever God you pray to. Like, mm-hmm. I, don't, I, don't, I don't know no other gods. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I know my God. Okay. So it's just like not if it's not aligned with what I believe, I can't just not be involved it. in it. Yeah, yeah promote it. Yeah, yeah, I understand that. Got to be yeah. non-negotiable. Like, yeah. yo, is 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 am I serving him? Is that who I promote? Yeah, I mean, everybody gonna be faced with that one point or another for sure. So it's like yeah. for sure, was we'll get used to it. For sure. So yeah. I appreciate that. Though. What's yours? What do I know for sure? I know that I do know I'm becoming more aware and um want to be more responsible and a better steward over financial literacy for myself for my kids yeah. like learning what that looks like yeah. setting them up properly um and then what am i saying no to for sure i'm gonna say no to um say <laughs> <laughs> so no i'm gonna say no to drugs because you are so not a drug <laughs> I am saying no to heroin. For sure. (laughs) Crack. Say no. Right. I'm not saying yes to that. What I know for sure is no matter where you are at, God can deliver you because your story is impactful. It reminds me a lot of Wall Street Mm -hmm. when he was on here, you know, just telling his story of 
where y'all came from as black men and who y'all are today is just like God Rikers can do that's crazy. Yeah. I did not know you was in it like that. I just thought you sold a little cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> little joints. Anybody want a little, little puff? I thought you said lighters or something. Yeah. A little hustler. You Jesus. Well then after the crack <laughs> went bad, I went to heroin. So it was it was popping over here. Everything was fine for it's me. Like, I, I fired the other people and I hired somebody that could sell it quick. I was like, Jesus. Lord. <laughs> Mr. J? <laughs> Mr. J. <laughs> what was your street name? Maine. Maine? Yeah. Wow. Main J. Yeah, we're big main. Man, we're big main. <laughs> I, I, had I always wanted to act in a movie like that. A movie. <laughs> Not a, fi- life. <laughs> a film. Please give me a role. non So when I'm off, I'm off. <laughs> this <laughs> is not my reality. Where main at? Like, <laughs> all right. I know for sure. God can take you from, from that to this. You know, yeah. I know that for sure. Um, No matter what you're in. It is not the end all be all. And what am I saying no to? I'm saying no to not being responsible financially. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We love you guys. See you next week on the Question. (laughs) Yes. As a wrapping. wrapping. (laughs) I want to say, maybe comment that our men in Mm -hmm. our community, I just got to say this, that we got to take responsibility um, for the direction and where we're going. There's been too much men deflection going on in our community. And I think that like what I want my example most out of this to show outside of relationship with God is like, uh, we put a lot on the Queens and our women to like fix the family and like mm-hmm. be the, the forerunner. But like until our men actually get back in a position of like leadership and submission to God and like taking over our role um, of leadership, like we're never going to get ahead like we want to get ahead. Mm. And I say that because I know you guys have a very big female platform. Mm. Yeah. I'm just advocating for y'all. Like y'all have done more than your part. And mm. like real men got to step up without being defensive and deflective mm-hmm. about like what our role is supposed to be, yeah. responsibility and fixing yeah. the family. And so I'm advocating for yeah. real men to step up and be real men again. Yeah. I love and that. hopefully men do it in a way that's not like spiritually abusive. And what I mean by For that sure. is because you have the authority, you take advantage of the yeah, authority. the power I'm and the, the leader. Head, so yeah. I'm just going to do whatever I want and think that I'm oh, like God's okay with it because he's given me this position and he's not. And, he's not. Yeah. And, and God puts a man and a woman together. Therefore, when you are going to your father, you consider your wife. And he's not going to do, he's not going to direct you in a way that is going to bring division between you and your wife mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and so men need to also understand that spiritual abuse is a thing it is. Mm-hmm. You so you can her. be a man of god but you can be spiritually abusive by taking your position and and manipulating with it power with and power ego and trying and, yeah. to run it with power you're only in that position so that you because god placed you in that position and and that authority comes from him Facts. and not mm-hmm. yourself and so i don't hear a lot of men talking about that part mm-hmm. it's a sacrificial and need, love and we need that you gotta mm-hmm. love her like christ loved the church Period. you gotta really love your woman and love me and being patient being mm-hmm. long-suffering being kind mm-hmm. so if you're not being kind to your woman that you're not loving her like christ loved the church right. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and being manipulative or abusing your role. position of role yeah. is yeah. not being kind right yeah. so it's not about uh, men having more authority 
is men have more responsibility. Yeah. yeah. More yeah. accountability. Yeah. yeah. Like if my family's not right, my community's not right, yeah. that's on me. I'm yeah. messing up. Yeah. 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 So I love that. It was my heart to, to, yeah. to share No, I'm that. glad so you sure. said that. Yeah, that was good. We need more men Godly men in our communities. Did you say your no? She did. What, crack? Yeah. Well, for sure. Mine was heroin. No crack, no heroin, no, no jail. Crack, Let's go. Woo. All right. We love you guys. See y'all next week. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to the Know For Sure podcast. Make sure you keep the conversation going and use our hashtag, KnowForSurePod. Yes, we want to see you guys share the hashtag, KnowForSurePod, on all social media platforms. We want to keep the conversation going. And follow us on all social media platforms, Instagram and Twitter, KnowForSurePod. <laughs>